ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in to Edward Jagero podcast again. Uh, and today we're just going to be talking about film and um, the Kenyan space, the Kenyan film space. Uh, I am very passionate about film. Mm-hmm. And I watch a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't watch a lot of Kenyan films because of uh, things that we're going to be talking about. Okay. And today, we, are, um, uh, my guest is um, is somebody I've I've known for a long time. <laughs> I was very proud of him. I have always been proud of him. Um, Brian Ogola. Yes. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I am fine, thank you. I'm my memory okay. of you is a play I did. A musical I did. Yeah. I don't know whether there were two. Did you act in two of my plays? Yes, my, yes, I did. Uh, I did two. Color of God one and Color of God two. Yes. Ah, great. Yeah. You, you, someone even sent me a script for Color of God three. <laughs> um, can I remember his name? Yeah. Um, I think I think he he used to be at um, at the church. Could that be your your namesake, Gola? The other, the other Gola. I, I can't remember his name properly. Yeah. Yeah, but he, I remember he sent me a script for Call of God 3, and I was like, yeah, I'd be very much willing. But he never followed followed through. Oh, really? Yeah. He, was still, he still wanted to do it at um, All Saints. Oh, is that so? Yeah. <laughs> Can I remember his name? Um, if I remember his name, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, but um, that's, that's good memories. Yeah. Good memories of Call of God. I, yeah. I remember... Did you just say that Call of God is where you where your acting started, or yes, yes, um, Call of God is. Uh, by then, I was still working for my father in industrial area. Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on at industrial? Were you guys printing books or, or panel beating cars? No, no, no. My dad, uh, <laughs> my dad had a company um, <clears throat> that dealt with um, 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 printing chemicals, industrial chemicals. Yeah. And so it's just something I used to do part-time as uh, I was trying to figure out uh, what I wanted to do with my life after high school. Mm. And, you know, it's usually during that period where the parent is, of course, trying to push you towards a certain direction. You're also yeah. trying to figure out yourself what you want to do. Yeah. And so in the midst of um, doing um, night classes and working for my dad and doing auditions, I mm. stumbled upon the Call of God audition and yeah. I showed up at All Saints. Yeah. I auditioned and I was I was very happy to just get the the part because that for me was my first big break and I just went all in. I've never really looked yeah. back since then. What I remember about you playing that character was the strength. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the strength in your character and uh, you know you know when you when you write a script, you play it in your head. Mm. All right, you play it in your head, and sometimes you even read it aloud. And 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 one of the things that mesmerized me about you was 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 how much I could hear my voice in the way you are. <laughs> That's <laughs> you're, interesting. You're, you're doing those lines, uh-huh. and 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 I, if you remember very well, we never used to 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 take you through the rigor a lot. Yeah, you'd, yeah. you'd get it very fast. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and 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 run away with it yeah. and 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 man you you you, you wowed a lot of people <laughs> with uh especially you were playing paul and yes. paul was a dangerous man Very. a dangerous man and then he would uh, after 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 he was saved then he became just this this timid guy that yeah. that was preaching uh, the word of god that's very interesting what do you remember about about those days um i just i remember being very curious just about um how much i could achieve mm. um in in the arts 
because yeah. b- because back then um i didn't really have um people to look up to in terms of this yeah. is someone um, you can actually ask questions yeah ask them how to go about this thing so i mm. I, I remember feeling um, a lot i remember feeling like i was just navigating the space mm. on my own mm. and just trying to figure out my own my own path and um there's a lot of uncertainty back then yeah 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 oh, okay yeah. and then and then at you know, you know, most of the people that were doing this, uh, like uh, the gentleman that is now in South Africa, what is his name? Your, your friend, what is his name? Uh, the one that ran the, the that 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 took the film industry uh, through a very a very hot, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know the guys that did this 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 film called the the, the Veve. The oh, company, okay. the oh, company that did it. What is Ginger it Ink. Yes, Ginger Ink. And yes. there, was a, there was a huge problem with Ginger the other day. <laughs> started by this gentleman. What is his name? Uh, Silas Miami. Silas, Silas, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, and and so, so, so all these people... Even uh, even uh, even Melvin Alosa, mm-hmm. you know, when uh, <laughs> when I introduced him into 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 filming, mm-hmm. you see, into into arts and and acting and all those things, he did not. He was was working for. Um, for Tours and Travel Company. Ah. Yeah. And uh, you were working with the chemicals. In the <laughs> Miami, uh, Silas was, I don't even know what he wanted to do. Yeah. But, um, but so, so the question is, when you, you didn't know that you're going to end up in the, in the film industry. Um, I did not know. Um, initially, I thought I could make a career out of just doing stage plays. Yeah. Because um, I just thought if I can get... Um, consistent work on stage mm-hmm. it would be enough for me to grow and um, and, um, and just like find my own my own wings and fly um, but I stumbled onto film um, once your name gets out there you're networking people yeah. forward your name to someone yeah, you find yeah, yourself being yeah, called for yeah, an audition yeah. and if you're actually interested in the work um, eventually you're noticed and yeah. i think that's what happened for me mm. yeah and but then but then but then but then you did not go straight into film after 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 color of god yeah you did a lot of other plays yes i did yeah um i did i did a village musical mm-hmm. i remember after color of god i went i, I left color of god with uh, feeling very confident yeah in my <laughs> acting abilities <laughs> and, you know and uh, for someone who was just starting out i should have I should have toned it back down. So I remember I went for the initial um, auditions for, for 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 this was like um, a Mavuno musical. It was called a Village Musical. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that. I remember yes. that. Yeah. And I auditioned and I didn't get it. I auditioned for the Christmas musical. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And then they were auditioning um, in April the following year for their Easter musical. And I just mm. went there and I made sure I got the role. Yeah. And that was the next step after that. And after that, that's why I met Mugambi Ntega. Yeah. And Jora, mm. uh, Tina Nduba, so many people who um, you know were instrumental in in, in mm. my path uh, to, to getting where I am today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, do you remember your first film? Uh, yes, yes, mm. I do. It was, huh? My first film was um, an Africa Magic original film. Yeah. It's called Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Kesho. Kesho, yes, yeah. yes. Um, it, it, it actually did quite well on uh, Maisha Magic because mm. I still get people um, who tell me about it, even though I've, yeah. never, I've yeah. never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, always wondered, I've always wondered how they rate those things on, on TV. How do they rate them? What do you mean, rate? Like, like uh, that, that's... Uh, 
I imagine that you have, if you're having a TV station and you're doing movies, mm -hmm. then there is a way you know which movies are doing well, which which TV series are doing well. Do they do they send out a performer or a, or or some kind of research? Mm. Do you know how they do it? I I don't really know how they do it. Yeah, but I think they de most definitely they 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 have to have the numbers in terms of at least who is watching or who is tuned yeah. in, especially yeah. for the free to air channels and even the subscription channels like the yeah. Mixture Magics. Mm. They will always be able to tell how many people were watching, um, you know, in a certain evening or a certain episode or a certain mm. Uh, mm. whatever. So I I guess uh, the rating today it's not really about um, how good your yeah. product is yeah. it's about how many eyeballs you can get um, mm. to actually um, but that, that that's ultimately how good it is right um well we could we could argue <laughs> about that <laughs> how else i mean the, uh, the movie is good because a lot of people are watching no it. it's not the same um because you see um the, the the two things are being conflated in today's media because of the business um of the business um format yeah um, that's why uh, after every news segment, they will always ask you to tweet your comments. Yes. Kitambo, no one used to care about what your comments are or why you're tweeting. Yeah. But the fact that Twitter is there, it's not just so that you can air your comments, but because yeah. they know uh -huh. uh, the numbers actually count. Yes. They know that um, people will uh, only watch once something is trending or people will only start talking about something once it's trending. Yeah. Whether or not it's actually good is immaterial. Mm. And you see, these days you can pay, you can even just pay three people a thousand bob each. Yeah. And you make sure your show is trending. Trending on Twitter? It's trending on Twitter. How is, how is that possible? It's very possible. I can tell you, Jagero, I give you 500 and for every tweet you make, with this hashtag, I will pay you five bob. And yeah. for someone who's not making any money, who can actually make some money just by buying bundles and tweeting yeah. your show or your hashtag. But then that, that's not a thousand. If you're, how many people are you giving? Um, if you're giving three people, even if you're charging uh, one bob a tweet, hmm. because uh, how, I mean, how, 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 how difficult is it for you to come up with a tweet as long as it has a hashtag? Yeah. And you tweet it out there, and in a matter of, uh, if you're, group of friends who are well organized in a matter mm. of hours you can be trending yeah and whether or not your product is good it doesn't matter because by then people have not have not even watched it yet because already people are tre have trended your show even yeah. though it's not really good yeah or even though it's it's probably mediocre yeah so that so 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 then me that means that people people will find out why why is this thing trending so they they'll definitely have eyeballs on it many of them on it so probably probably but mm. um I, I think I, social media is doing something to um, to the meritocracies of the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe that is true. So, um, and then, and then, and then, um, we are going to be talking about your your show that is coming on uh, Netflix on Pocha. the 30th. Yeah, yeah, Pocha. Uh, you see, uh, but then before that, let's talk about the politics of of of, of how these things happen. Mm -hmm. The, the truth is, it would be almost impossible for me to watch that that, that film. Porter. If, yes, if it didn't come to Netflix. Mm. You see, and in many, 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 many more. I've, I called Boniface Mwangi and asked him, why is it that we have not, we have not watched Softy? Oh. And it is trending out there. It's, taking, it's, uh, it's getting an award in South Africa. I mean, um, Veve, Veve, where can you watch Veve now? 
Uh, Vivo is actually on YouTube. On YouTube, all <laughs> yes. of it, yes. all of it. But but there last are, time I saw, last time yeah, I there saw, are others yeah. that are done by that have been done. By, what is the other one? Uh, the one in Yulivuma Sana. What was it called? Nairobi. Nairobi Half Life. Yes. Yeah. Where do you watch it? Nairobi Half Life. I think it's accessible on My Movies Africa. Yeah. It's an online platform. Okay. Yeah, I think I think a lot of, you see. Our industry is still growing. Yeah. Um, in in other countries. Uh, showbiz has a business formula where it's uh, highly uh, reliant upon uh, theatrical releases. Yes. Because if a country has over 400 theater um, um, yeah. uh, theater rooms, yeah. you can easily um, launch your film mm. and look forward to you to even breaking even. Um, however, that's that's not been the case here in Kenya, and yeah. that's probably uh, it's probably one of the main reasons that has affected um, access to content. Mm. Yeah, because it's not really available in any of the places where people go to actually go. And, and that is and that is why things. that is why I agree when you say that the, the, the it's it's a luxury to the film is a luxury. It so, is. So, so do you, so and, and and I think it is more luxurious in Kenya too, because it's always very expensive to go to IMAX and watch and watch a movie. Yeah, and they just they just they just they just a few of them. Yep, it's 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 definitely a, a luxury. Um, it's it's a hard truth mm. for stakeholders in the industry. Mm. The fact that as a nation, the fact that we exist in a third world uh, continent mm. and um, um, a, a lot, a huge chunk of the population uh, do not have um, that kind of income mm. Mm. where they can actually start to spend on you know other yeah. things. Yeah. So it, it's it's something that will take growth. It'll mm. take a lot of innovation before mm. we actually figure out a formula that works for everyone in terms of stakeholders can make their money mm. and Kenyans can actually be exposed to mm. the best content that is out there that's been made for Kenyans by mm. Kenyans. Yeah. Because Veve and Nairobi Half-Life, these are all excellent films, excellent, excellent quality films mm. that Kenyans should be exposed to. I really believe it. Yeah. yeah. But then, so, so, so the, still on the politics of the film industry, especially in the Kenyan... Uh, in the Kenyan scene, mm -hmm. and I know I know you don't want to burn your bridges. But <laughs> I want I want to take you to task around this issue. There is there is the idea that um, a lot of films that are supposedly Kenyan mm -hmm. are not really Kenyan. What do you mean by not really Kenyan? Like the the whole production behind it is mm -hmm. not Kenyan. Like like for example, um, uh, what is it called? The one that made Veve is called the, ink, the Ginger Ink. Ginger Ink. Yeah, I also did uh, Lusala with Ginger Ink. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, the the idea is that um, this this is this is this is this is an accusation mm -hmm. that is that is going towards this 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 uh, this this movie making mm -hmm. uh, organization. Sometimes they are organization non profit. Yeah. Where they they get funding. Yeah. And then after they get funding, they do the movies in Kenya and then they ship them. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows where they go. They can they can have a they can have a, a theatrical a, a theater release at yeah. the junction or uh, in Mombasa or anywhere and then after that you just the, the movie just goes and it shows somewhere else it's go, it is taken to 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 film to film festivals and things like that and just goes around to to Tanzania to where to where but it's not really 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 shown to Kenyans uh, to Kenyans but then the the um, the even even Gola will be will be will be on Facebook will be on Twitter talking yeah. about how this thing is Kenyan but then the, but then you realize that it's 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 probably not okay so um why why do you think why do you think is it first of all is it true that that these are Kenyan movies and at what point do they not become Kenyan movies for me it stops being a Kenyan film if it was not funded by money that came from 
you know, um, maybe a country or Kenyans yeah. or actual Kenyans. Yeah. Um, that's technically which where... Is, which, is, which is true. 90% of the good films that we see in Kenya, exactly. correct? Yeah. 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 Um, well... I wouldn't say 90%. <laughs> a big percentage. Um, there are some, there are some mm. films, there are some films out there that uh, have been made by Kenyans. All of it, like 18 mm. Hours was made, all of it was made by Kenyans, for yeah. Kenyans, and mm. I'm very proud of that project. Yeah. Um, however, when it comes to projects like Ginger Inc., <clears throat> this is my argument. Mm. I feel like they are essential yeah. to uh, the growth in the film sector. Mm. Because, number one, um, there are no stakeholders who are willing to invest that much or who have access to that kind of funding mm. just for the purpose of a learning uh, process, a mm. learning environment mm. where you're making a film. Yeah. Because Ginger Inc., since its inception, mm. fine, um, since the whole Hula Baloo happened, yeah. a lot of what um, is wrong with how they do their thing came out. Mm. Um, but this is what is actually right in terms of how they're doing their thing. Yeah. Um, the money that they get to do most of these projects is not money that, you know, is, you know, for, for profit or it's yeah. like a, a profitable organization. Yes. Mostly these are funds and grants and um, goodwill um, initiatives. Yes. Uh, either it's from DW Academy or the actual German government itself. Yes. So all the money that they are given or all the goodwill that they are afforded has to be accounted for. Yes. And this accountability is why they try to maximize the number of people who are involved and the number mm. of people who can actually get on board and learn something. Yeah. From acting to directing mm. to makeup to cinematography, yeah. all those um, levels. Yeah. Um, so technically, the money that they're using to create these films did not come from Kenya. Yeah. However, 90% mm. of the people on that set were Kenyans. Were Kenyans. So my question to you would be, yeah. is that film Kenyan or is it still a foreign film? Because yeah. it's, it's a, a labor of love yeah. by actual Kenyans who yeah. are passionate and dedicated and who are actually trying to grow and learn mm. as they are also trying to ed educate or maybe entertain you. Mm. So the line about it being Kenyan or not for me is not so important. Yeah. The only thing is, what does the movie look like? Yeah. And was it any good? Mm. You get because mm. if it was any good, mm. the fact that it was done mm. by ninety percent Kenyans yeah. is very encouraging to me because yeah. that means that there are professionals out there who are slowly yeah. getting yeah. better. Yeah. 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 My, my the, the only the only gripe that that I, that I think we would have is that if it is if, if it is the labor of love by Kenyans, mm -hmm. then let's have a labor of watching by Kenyans. <laughs> 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 you I, see, agree. You I see, agree. We, we agree. need to we need to see our films, and and that is that is what uh, 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 separates us with uh, with Nigeria. Mm -hmm. That the movies that are done by Nigerians and are called Nigerian movies are consumed by Nigerians. Yeah, yeah. But but okay, um, I completely hear that, and I would I would also like for the 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 Chinjaing films to be exposed more. Yeah, and that can always happen. Yeah, you get um, whether it's about dabbing mm. into our languages and yeah. making it as Kenyan as possible. That can always be done. Mm. However, mm. Um, my thing would be um, one of the reasons why it's not exposed. One of the reasons why the films are not as exposed as they should be, I think, is the production value. Yeah, and where we are as a film sector, mm. because films that have very high production value mm. also demand a certain yeah. cost yeah. or price. Yeah. And most of the people who have access to people's eyeballs in mm. this country cannot mm. afford mm. high-quality content. Mm. 
and I'm talking about the, the, the best of the best in the business, they really shy away when you actually tell them, so this is my premium content, yeah. and this is how much I think it's worth. Yeah. Most of them, they shy away and they tell you, okay, that's, that's, that's not money we can actually give you. Mm. And even though it's just money that will help you break even for your project. Yeah. And so I think that's also one of the biggest barriers, the fact that um, most... most Nobody stations, will pay for the film. Yeah, most, stations, most stations can't afford it either outrightly I don't I don't think they can afford it I think I think that it's a, it's about maximizing their profits to a, mm. to a level that is that is that is unbelievable because because for example let's let's be honest uh, uh Brian when this when you show uh when they show uh, a 25 minute mm -hmm. uh, TV series that is mm -hmm. Kenyan made mm -hmm. and the question that we want to ask ourselves is the the ads that run within the 25 yeah. minutes, how much is paid for? Sometimes you'll find that it's almost 30 times the, the money they paid for that, for that, for that TV series, for, mm -hmm. that, for that one episode, yeah. to show there, uh, to show on their, on, their, on their thing. The other thing that I have a problem with is, is, is actually a joke. <laughs> in, the, in the Kenyan industry, we have people in this country who can, who can bankroll films my friend. The kind of money that we have in this country that is putting up buildings. Let me tell you a story. Tell me. A friend of mine wanted to start... Um, so a friend of mine mm -hmm. uh, who is a techie wanted to, wanted to, uh, to do something. He had an app that he wanted to scale. Mm -hmm. And he went to, to his very, very wealthy uh, relatives mm -hmm. And he told them that I've got this big idea that I want to, I want to do. And this relative asked him on the phone, before you come to speak to us, how much are you, what do you want? And he said, two million. And he said, well, two million. That's not a lot of money. Come over and, and tell us the, 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 the project that you're having. So they went to these old people and he, he laid down his, 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 uh, his, his, his project. And these people were like, we can't give you two million. Why? Because... We don't know what you're selling. Mm. I mean, you're talking about an app that will be in a mobile phone, and these old people just couldn't understand it completely. At the end of the day, they told him that if you if you wanted if you had learned and you wanted to build something, mm -hmm. come for us. We'll give you <laughs> however much that you want. So I have realized that in Kenya, the the, the film space is is pretty young and yes. uh, not exploited, and I wonder why uh, Brian. You cannot have a script and go to one of these guys that are building these empty buildings, mm -hmm. you see, and ask them to give you, uh, how much are they doing this, these buildings for? 15 billion, <laughs> 25 billion. <laughs> if, have you ever thought of going to these people and telling them that, look, I want yes. 500 million, yes, 500 I million to do this thing. This thing is going to be on Netflix. And then we're going to, how much do you think that Netflix buys this thing for? Um, I'm not talking about your film that is coming up, but how many do you think they're building? They're buying these things for, like for example, there is a Nigerian lady that sold two episode, two, two movies, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know how much. Them. How much do you think they they sell these things for? I, I honestly have no clue. Yeah. But whatever money they're offering, is a lot, lot better than um, what is mm. currently available in our market. Yeah. Because usually I think it's it's usually dependent because if you're if you're negotiating in dollars or euros, it's much different if you're negotiating yeah. in, in Kenya yeah. shillings. Yeah. 
so yes for sure and i've i've definitely had that thought that's also part of my plan as mm. i'm writing my own content and trying mm. to figure out you know yeah. how to actually make it make sense yeah the issue would be um the lack of the lack of experience the fact that no one has actually done it yet yeah and no one has actually pulled it off with a business formula that yeah. someone can actually replicate and say yeah. oh jagero did it this way and yeah. this is how he broke even and this is where he made his profit yeah. you understand mm. and once you can be once you're able to do that in a business uh, plan mm. then you're able to at least speak with conviction when you're telling someone i have a script yeah and, and i need 500 million i need 500 million for for the vision to come out the way i want it so that we can make this this um this amount of money mm. you know because when avengers are clearing a billion usd worldwide mm. it's obviously a business formula yeah. that can make you money mm. you understand but without the proper structures it's not really but don't you think that it's also because because uh, don't you think it's also looked at by the big, by the by the money guys as something that is uh you know the way the people look at art yes people look at art as something that is childish people people <laughs> are trying to look at it differently you know for example you go to you go to perform uh, a, a poem yeah. and you tell somebody that you're charging 100,000 per night and they're not going to give it to you they won't you see yeah they 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 feel like it's not uh it's not something that they they, they should pay and and 100,000 is is actually just uh, just uh, how much dollars 1000 USD yeah but you see for me i don't think that's a huge problem i i think that's a problem that can disappear in less than 5 years yeah if we keep on making good quality films mm. for me I know people, I know many, many people who watch Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. who watch Lucifer, mm -hmm. who watch all these high-quality shows on Netflix, on all these other places. Yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm. So it's not that they think that these works of But maybe art. they're looking at it as a Mzungu thing. This is, this, is, this is not us. This is, this is something to be made by somebody. This is something we, we need to consume. But you see, it's not... It's, it not is like, it's, like, it's like making vehicles. For sure. <laughs> It might be that Mzungu thing, but yeah. I don't see it that way. I think mm. once we get our content to that level, mm. it's not about it's a Mzungu thing. It's about is the story as good as Game of Thrones? Yeah. Is the story as good as Lucifer? I always think that, there's, that they play Luanda Magere can be a Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. But you see, the problem is most of our extremely talented writers yeah. have moved into the corporate space, including Akina Jagero. Which corporate space? <laughs> no, you see, the money, the money, the money is in the corporate space mm -hmm. for a lot of creative writers. Yeah, who are lacking in our industry. Yeah, in our film sector, mm. the money is in the corporate space in copywriting, in agency business, yeah. and all of that. You find that most gifted writers mm. are probably working in the agency somewhere mm. so all the time that they could be using to work and punch out a londa magere script mm. they're probably punching out and copywriting someone yeah to, yeah for for uh, safari for, for for, so if we can EB, figure yeah EBL. if we can figure out a way of bringing that corporate space into the film space and actually mm. bringing some of their money mm. and actually convincing them that um, this is something worth uh, putting your product on this is mm. something that will get a lot mm. of eyeballs on mm. so maybe you can put your product here mm. That's the for me. That's one of the ways where we can move forward yeah. as far as you know monetizing our yeah. art and monetizing our mm. products. Mm. But but 
if if people if people don't change their per, per, per perception mm. about art and mm. how they consume it mm. we will not go very far mm. but i don't think this is a big problem maybe 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 we just like it uh, we just like the route of viusasa <laughs> <laughs> but but you see even viusasa yeah it's it's a nice way of going yeah you see because they've started on a on a on a nice platform where it's just about content mm. it's not about whether or not it's good content it's mm. just about content that's either funny or it will or it's it's, it's interesting for you as an mm. individual mm. it will get to a point where they will grow past that point where we already have this audience and all these people have watched all these shows on our Viusasa platform mm. we need to give them something better yeah because that is that is that is always the 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 the, the path of progression mm. is that you, you if you're not getting better you will for sure succumb mm. and you will fall yeah and and you see the platforms are, are popping up everywhere showmax um if it's not netflix i don't understand that showmax thing though why not i don't know it's 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 owned by who by the way it's I would not know. I would not know. I, yeah. I, I used to think it was maybe a subsidiary of uh, Maisha Magic, but I'm I'm no longer so sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're no longer so sure. Yes. Um, the the future the future looks bright for the film industry in Kenya. Um, Definitely. Are we are we all are we all do? You, I why do I have a feeling that that every filmmaker in Kenya has their eyes on Netflix as a place where they're going to sell content and is going to have to give them a huge return of investment. Do you think do we do you think that we have something close to Netflix that even if Netflix is too high up there mm -hmm. we there is a place we can we can jump and, and get. Do you think that there is there is something many people have really been crying for the I mean it is it is just gnashing of teeth and and and, and a lot of uh, uh of 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 apathy mm -hmm. for for our uh, TV stations. There is, a, there is a friend of mine who had a produ full production house in Karen, which went under mm. because the TV stations were not paying him. The people that were taking lights from him were not paying him. Right now, he's in the house without, without anything. He, I don't I think his lights were auctioned. Or, and, and another friend of ours was auctioned actually last month. Mm. So... Um, I, I don't know. Apart from Netflix, that uh, that that perhaps might be the be where you want to be. Do you do you think there is something closer home that 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 we can say we are going to have these films? Mm. Honestly, other than Showmax, no. Yeah. Um, other than Showmax or Viusasa, no. Mm. However, I really believe that. We are good enough for Netflix, yeah. Disney Plus. I think so. I think you, 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 because if Softy can win uh, best documentary yeah. at yeah. at Div at yeah. uh, Durban International Film Festival, I'm I'm just like, what is not possible? There's a gentleman that 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 took the place of uh, of of Jack Bauer, uh, the black guy. Remember him? Uh, yes, yes, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always, I always look like this guy. You act like, like <laughs> you act the same. I've uh, never been told that before. <laughs> every time I see that young man, I'm like, this is Gola. Yeah, no, no, no. Maybe, maybe. If, uh, so let's talk about Netflix and what is coming up. Pocha, what is yes. what is what is Pocha about? Uh, Pocha is. Um, a Labor of Love, mm -hmm. um, a film about uh, substance poacher. 
who um, steals um, illicit ivory from um, a gang of um, international thieves. Ah. And then things unfold after that. Yeah. Um, ah. it's a so project. he waits for these guys to. It's like, like he's like on a hyena. <laughs> who waits for the for the for the lions to kill? Yes, yes, yes. He's he's more or less um, scavenging. Um, but um, his motivations are very interesting. So I hope. I hope. <laughs> I hope you, you get to sit down and actually watch the of film. Of course, of course, yeah. I'm going, to, I'm going, to, I'm going to, I'm going to watch, to watch, to watch yeah, the it film. Yeah, it was, it was written by um, Tom Whitworth and uh, Tom uh, who? Tom Whitworth. Yeah. And uh, Davina Leonard. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom directed it. Um, Davina Leonard um, produced it. Mm. Um, it was filmed and produced at um, Rukinga. Conservancy. Mm-hmm. I, um, I hope I'm getting that name right. Yeah. And um, a bird sanctuary <laughs> in Voi. Yeah. 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 How long did it take to to film? Um, we shot the entire thing in just over six days. Six days. Yeah, but um, they were writing it. How f- how far how far is the how far is the sanctuary the bird sanctuary from the from the conservancy? It's about. Um, I think it, it it's not more than twenty kilometers. Oh, oh yeah, I see. It's it's very close by. Uh. Yeah. Um but the 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 script was in development for maybe two plus years. Yeah? Yeah, before That's a long time. How yeah. long is the movie in entirety? It's a short film, it's twenty eight minutes. Twenty eight minutes? Yeah. Oh okay. Twenty eight minutes is still it's still long. Um it's still it's still it's long but it's it's really good. Yeah. So it it will feel short. At least, yeah. at least that's 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 the feeling I get when I watch it. The yeah. fact that um, it's really good and uh, the performances are all on point. By the time it ends, you're it, like, it looked like an expensive film to make. There are helis, there are what what. That's the thing because even uh, we were just talking with uh, with Tom the other day, and yeah. I, I get the same questions from people in the film industry. They're just like. But how did you guys pull off the the production value? Because it looks like a really expensive thing, but it really was shot on a shoestring budget. Really? It was all shot on. Or a, maybe we're just looking at the budget. helicopter and the, and the drama. Exactly, and, and we're looking everything. at the helicopter. <laughs> and um, according to Tom, he says there's a way you can film. There's a way you can film in terms of not really taking shortcuts, but just knowing how you can film it for it to look grand, for yes. it to look. And I think the backdrop of being out there in the wild. And maybe post-production and part and of it. Post-production part of it. I think it also elevated um, yeah. the look for sure. But I don't think I don't think Kenyans have really seen the great outdoors the way it's being shown mm. on Pocha. Yeah, yeah. For the first time, I really felt like mm. this is my home. This I, is yeah. I felt like I, when I was watching, I was like, yeah, th- that's where I'm from. That's yeah. that's my place. That's my home. You know. <laughs> So, yeah. so I feel like people will enjoy at least, at the very least, seeing that. Yeah. On, um, did you did you audition for it? Or? Yes, I auditioned for it. Mm. Um, so I auditioned in 20, 2017, mm. probably at the end end of twenty seventeen thereabout. Mm. And I thought it was just like Kawaida project. Mm. And the fact that I didn't get a call back three weeks or four weeks later, I was like, ah, that one has gone. That one is not for me. Yeah. But apparently the callbacks happened the following year in 2018. and I The got, following year? Yes. Um, so that's when I was told. So Tom saw your audition and he would like to meet you for the callbacks. So I think uh, the callbacks was me, Blessing, Nick Mutuma, and a few other guys. Mm. 
and after I went for the callbacks, I met him. He told Callback me, is, 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 is where you, 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 they re-audition you. Yes. So there's usually an initial audition for yeah. everyone. Mm. And then a callback is usually when they have a shortlist and they're trying to like sieve through and see. And see who is. Yeah, who, who, is, who, who is, will take. Is, is, yeah. Is, yeah. So after that, he offered me the role of Mutua. Mm. And I was very, I was very happy because the moment he sold his vision to me, yeah, I knew I wanted to be part of the project. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. So, so then you were told about uh, where, where did it show after after it was shot? Um, it was after it was shot. The first place, I think, it started doing um, a festival run immediately. Um, just to raise funds on its own because you see initially the project was supposed to be um, a mini series mm -hmm. um, that's what um, Tom told me was part of his plan if it's not a mini series they want to do a full feature film mm. so they wrote that script uh, abridged and short like that so that they can just go and sell the vision yeah and that's why they did it like that so um, Tom the way he um, Sorry, I've lost my train of thought. Yes, 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 yes. It was supposed to be it, it was supposed to be um, um, a, a mini a, a, a series, mm -hmm. and then and then and then and then Tom told you that if it's not a mini series, then it's gonna make a, a a full featured film. Yeah. Yes. So, no, the question that you had asked before that. The, the question that I asked where it should where it should oh where it yes, should yes. so it went on uh, festival runs. Um, I can't remember the name of those uh, festivals but yeah, I yeah can send they, you... they, they have funny names <laughs> yes but i can send you a poster so we were first of all very delighted that mm. it was doing so well at so many festivals international mm. festivals mm. so that was the first that was the first um, kind of indication indicator that we got in terms of um, so this is a good product mm. or this is a product that people might actually want to see more of mm. so after a very successful uh, festival run it finally came back home where we did a few screenings at uh, alchemist and the tribe. Um, mm. We tried to publicize it as much as we could um, at the time. And we got um, a good number of people have already seen Pocha and they really enjoyed it. Most people who saw it were just like, it really left me on the edge of my seat. I remember, I really I remember it was showed when I was, when, when I was out of the country. I really wanted to come for that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it was showed um, around um, the city. Mm. But only in Nairobi, um, mm. a few screenings here and there mm. before it went to Kalasha uh, 2018 and won Best Short Film. Mm. Yeah, and after that, we thought, okay, now it's about um, let's see if we can get some funding and see if we can actually get people who have the half a million uh, US <laughs> dollars. dollars that yeah. you're, you're talking about. Mm. People who can actually chip in and see if they can help us, um, you know, bring out the full vision of, of, mm. of the story. Mm. Um, that's how we got to Netflix. So Netflix is not so much um, a platform that we wanted to go for. Mm. No one even um, had the slightest clue that Netflix would pick it up. Yeah. But it is Netflix is um, um, the next step towards eventually making the full vision of Pocha. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's a six-part miniseries or a, or, a, or that's a, exactly what I wanted to ask. That now film. that it's been picked by 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 Netflix do uh, with do you think that now the the, the the full picture the full vision is going to be Oh Jagero I am I am certainly very confident. Yeah. I am very confident in uh, not just Pocha mm. but um the projects that we have lined up mm. um whether individually 
as Brian Ongola mm. or as a team with uh, mm. Tom and uh, and Davina. But I am very confident, especially now that um, Pocha is on Netflix. Mm. That's all in terms of a first step. That's all you need. Yeah. Because once you believe that your film can be on Netflix, mm. and once you actually see it, it mm. means we can aspire for more, mm. and we can be more. Mm. And if for once we are taking our content to Netflix and not necessarily looking for local um, mm. uh, dealers, yeah. it might be the next great step for mm. stakeholders in the film sector. I yeah. feel like I feel like we're good enough yeah. for Netflix, for Disney, for HBO. Yeah. We just need to start doing those shows. We need to start doing those Londa Magari shows. We need to start. <laughs> we, I re I'm really serious because <laughs> if I don't find the writers to write it for yeah. me, I will you, write you it write myself. It. You, can, you can always write it. I will it. write it myself mm. and I will do it so beautifully that, you know, like, because I, mm. I don't want people to go back mm to you know like mediocrity production values yeah, yeah, yeah. like even if your story is not good let the production value look yeah you know mm. and that's why i love what's happening right now in the film sector mm. um i don't know if you've seen the trailer for sincerely daisy yeah or teke mm. or um which other one was this um there's another one by justin mirichi but the production value and the aesthetics of our films has mm. definitely changed it's mm -hmm. not the way it used to be five years ago yeah the shots are different. The shots are much, much prettier. Mm. And I'm just so elated to see that in our films. I'm so happy to see that. Mm. The only thing now that we need to improve is our stories. Yeah. Because story is key. If the story is down, mm. everything else falls into place. And um, I'm, I'm confident that... Um, the future looks good. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Brian. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Uh, so happy for the things, that, the strides that you're making. And that's that. Uh, so thank you very much, our listeners. Um, I hope you enjoyed this story. You can give your comments. Uh, you can, uh, if you want to be featured in this show, you can always come. You can yes. always talk to me. So thank you very much. And until the next episode, bye. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you.